Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Lydia here. You may know me as Melanie in Magnus Archives or from Rusty Quill Gaming. I'm here to tell you about this episode's sponsor, The Stormlight Archive, Volume 4, Rhythm of War, by internationally best-selling author, detailed worldbuilder, and writer of some of the most fine-tuned systems of magic you will ever read, Brandon Sanderson. This series is perfect for fans of tabletop RPGs. You'll love the aforementioned magic system and encounter some of the coolest places you'll ever read about. Ratcheting up the tensions, big and small, that Sanderson began in the Stormlight Archives book one, The Way of Kings, now is the perfect time to pick a side, join the fight, and dive into this New York Times best-selling series. Buy Brandon Sanderson's Rhythm of War, the latest in the New York Times best-selling Stormlight Saga. Just search for Rhythm of War wherever books are sold, or visit the link in this episode's description for more information. Welcome to episode 178 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. And Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Solf Smith. Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan. Sel Saipadam. And Azu. And I have a confession. I've been doing so much editing recently, like listening in on episodes to try and get ahead and so on, that it now feels actively weird to me because we're speaking and there's no music, like nothing's exploding <laughs> in the background. It's just odd. It's odd, the real All world. All the explosions in my house currently are silent. I need to hire someone to follow me around with a Foley kit just to feel more at home. <laughs> it's very odd. I mean, Alex, you basically live in several rooms which are equipped with a, like a Foley kit. And yeah, but it's so much effort. You just got to kind of like 
auto foley That's my advice need, is right? just keep them you know inside and then if you ever want to punctuate a point just fart really loudly <laughs> <laughs> the zolf method yeah. Blum, <laughs> so as people can tell from my very sketchy intro it's been a little while for us so i apologize uh, in terms of picking up where we left off bit of a tonal whiplash here so i believe that everyone had finished basically reaching out and trying to bring people back from we don't even have a word for it yet we haven't been discussing it limbo and afterlife i don't know what it is back from the dead is what i was thinking (laughs) basically yeah basically um with that in mind i I think carefully we weren't we were very much trying not to like try and bring them back but offer them the option Mm. of coming back that was like while there may have been an underscoring of wanting our friends around it was trying very much to be about them i think at no at no point did any of you pick someone up and drag them and goodness knows azu could have done so with that size difference (laughs) 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 i mean i think i was kneeling reverently with a gradually spreading patch of frost you are the person that i would like to start with uh maximus by which i mean hamid (laughs) so yes i'm gonna pick up with you because obviously Hamid is unaware of any of these events that have been happening in some other plane, some other state of being. You've mostly, again, yes, been kneeling reverently in an ever-expanding patch of frost, surrounded by an increasing crowd of apparently awakened creatures, both plant and animal. Yeah, so the kobolds and I were relatively knit, so there was a a round building, you said, that was reminiscent of the Globe Theatre. For architectural shape, yes. Yeah, and we were, and it it was in a sort of an empty-ish kind of square, Mm -hmm. and we were kneeling outside it, but not, like, right outside, and the the frost patch was spreading out from the building, and at the edge of the square, a, a pretty big distance away from us, there had been, yeah, these awakened animals and plants gathering and but sort of mimicking our same attitude of this sort of slightly reverent silence basically yeah more or less what i am going to choose to pick up from then is it is now become apparent to you that you are all going to have to move because the frost is expanding it's not seemingly like damaging anything or anything like that but even with the um you have currently endure elements so i believe that technically you could stay where you are but it is like frost is going to start forming upon your clothes you're going to start finding it hard to move because you're you know your equipment is freezing in place type situation again there's no difficulty in moving currently but it's just you're approaching the point of if we don't move we're kind of making a point yeah i will give a polite little cough and then say um natan uh tadika uh uh, draw uh i think we should um just move perhaps uh, another 10-15 10-15 feet towards the uh, edge of the square. Hmm. The uh, cobbled team appear to have been more or less engrossed and not to have noticed what was going on. Yeah, I was the only one who opened my eyes in the last yeah. bit. Natan specifically is the first to notice that you've now been seemingly surrounded by a large and elaborate array of creatures. What's going on? Well, they just seem to have I've kept an eye on it, and they seem to have come to, to watch and to, to bear witness as well. They haven't moved, and they're just standing sort of respectfully uh, at the edge of the square. But I, I just meant with the frost, it'd be best to move, move oh. out of the path of the... Uh, yeah. The frost has been spreading out from the building. Mm, yeah. Probably a side yeah. effect of whatever m- magic is happening, I would guess. 
everyone stands and starts heading away from, yeah, away from the frost. It's clear that the actual building itself must be blisteringly cold. Like, there are minor weather eddies happening around it because the temperature difference... I mean, bear in mind, you're not in a warm part of the world. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You are quite high up in a very cold part of the world. The majority of clothing that you've seen that has not been the sort of smock-based stuff has been, you know, furs, that kind of thing, or at the very least, you know, big, big jackets and things like that. But, yeah, it's clear that there is something extreme to do with temperature happening where that building is because you're seeing flurries of snow appearing at that dividing line between the warmer and colder temperatures and things like that and there are mists stepping up the rest of your party yeah back back up a little bit to the surrounding group because it becomes apparent that you're going to need to that the frost is continuing to expand at a steady rate yeah as you all draw near you do all hear that there is a gentle humming coming from all of the creatures who are surrounding the area there doesn't appear to be a discernible tune, um, but it does appear to be harmonised. I'm taking my lead from the kobolds, basically. I'm assuming we'll all kind of kneel down again, but just at a safer distance from the active frost. They basically set up shop, yeah, just yeah. right at the edge of the square. Again, I will probably keep my eyes open, just, you know, because I can help keep an eye on the situation, but other than that, I'll be adopting the same pose they are. I would say that a couple of party members seem a little bit wary just because some of the creatures surrounding are like, you know, full-blown awakened trees that are quite large and things yeah. like that. It's a, It doesn't appear unsympathetic, but it's still quite intimidating in its both variety and, frankly, scale. Yeah, I will offer a, you know, a little reassuring smile and a, a nod to any of the kobolds and just, you know, try and impart the impression that I got this and that they are free to do as they need. Out of everyone. In fact, give me a sense motive. Oh, but I'm bad at sense motive, Alex. <laughs> it's almost like occasionally I make sure you have a role that you're not the best at. I hate at. it. I hate it. Can we abolish that? Why do you think I keep separating you all? It's so that you can occasionally fail a role. 15. <laughs> yep, that's fine. They're reassured by your presence. And again, maybe you make eye contact with um, one of the surrounding creatures. They basically give a... a a benevolent smile but they don't stop their humming or anything like that there's really nothing threatening there which is a very big difference to what's happening now towards the center of the square a small vortex of wind seems to be spinning up in the exact center of of the building and it's almost like if you've ever seen and i don't mean in like cartoony sense have you ever seen like a real water spout whether on video or otherwise that's sort of how it initially snakes up and then thickens it doesn't just go all in one go that seems to be happening. It's not a full like whirlwind or anything like that, but whatever has been happening seems to be coming to a, a, a fairly you know elaborate finish. But just as it seems like this, again, I'm going to call it a water spout. It's mostly like you know snow and steam and that kind of thing. Just as it starts to thicken to the point, it looks like it's reaching the bounds of the building. Suddenly diminishes very quickly and settles, and the frost doesn't suddenly disappear but it ceases to advance and you start seeing it start to recede as the temperature starts to normalise and so on. The odd thing is, is there's no actual like atmospheric sounds coming from all of this. It's a silent display where the only noise has been the humming, which then peters to a stop. It doesn't all stop simultaneously or anything like that. It's just various, various people start to um, you know quieten down till eventually everyone has, and without a word, everyone sort of 
just heads back into the rest of the town and, and backs away from the square. Hamid doesn't move, but he's tense. Like, he's tensed up because he feels like whatever magic has been enacted has concluded. Yeah. At which point, then, I am going to jump to the rest of the party, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. All of you simultaneously come to in your respective poses. Um, I know that some of you were sort of sat, some of you were kneeling, things like that. And the first thing that you notice as you sort of recede back into the world, as it were, is that those... You remember that there was those quite pungent smells as you were disappearing off? Mm -hmm. Those seem to have entirely dissipated. I believe all of you also under the effect of Endure Elements, correct? Mm. Yes. I cast it on literally everyone. Literally every single person. (laughs) You just... Yeah, you spent the entire spell slots on it. As far as I can tell... I believe that none of you would feel anything other than kind of comfortable because that's how Endure Elements works. (laughs) Looking around, if any of you open your eyes, there is a thick layer of frost over everything and everyone in this building. Like, if you move, there will be the crunch of uh, ice as it's moving away, but you're all perfectly comfortable. I'm going to hand over at this point because I've realised that you might want to be handling this in different ways, but, yeah, you have all come to simultaneously. I guess one important question is, what, what, what about corpses? What are they up to? And Endure Elements would not have been cast on them, just <laughs> yeah. in case that's relevant. I'm going to describe them all at once then in that case, rather than separating it out. Okay. Carter is lay still with a shock of pure white hair now. For a moment, it looks like it might have somehow failed in some way, and then a very, very small amount of steam, like breath steam, pops out of the mouth, and the chest is moving. As far as you can tell, Carter just appears to be asleep. His demeanour appears quite sort of washed out, and there is a thick layer of frost upon his body. However, as he breathes, it starts to sort of crack and fall away a little bit. Jumping to Wild, similar situation. A shock of pure white hair now instead of anything else. Same layer of frost. And again, there's a delay and then the breathing again. Sassara's horns specifically appear to have bleached. Oh. So they have gone a like a pure, not even bone white. We're talking like it's quite it's quite striking. It, it almost looks artificially coloured. Ooh, funky. The scales themselves don't appear to have changed colour. However, there is a moment again where it takes a while for like the ice to start to crack and so on. Hmm. Are the kobolds cold-blooded? Yes, although these are creatures where some of them have magical potential and things like that, which mm. can mess around with that a little bit. Mm. In principle, yes, but again, they're at the larger end of the cold-blooded thing, so... Basking is not a very large part of their day. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, 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 for uh, for larger cold-blooded animals, it's often actually an issue of overheating because yes. Uh, yeah. So crocodiles uh, can die if they're out of the water for too long from getting oh. too hot. Yeah. They're kind of more the way I was looking at this rather mm. than like you know anything smaller where it's the it's the opposite problem. Mm. Speaking of, Merc appears unchanged. <gasps> oh no! Without possibly noticing. Merc, Cell will have realised that Sasra is kind of coming to and is aware that Sasra may not enjoy the cold and so immediately pulls them up and wraps them in presumably the furs that did Cell ever get made the fluffy furs by Hamid? All of I che- I yes. check my notes, all of you had cold weather gear, so it's yeah. fine yeah. for you to just go cold weather stuff. So uh, just wrapping uh Sasra up in the fluff 
As you do so, Sastra seems to start kind of struggling away from the furs a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then, Sel's not going to force it. It's just a very immediate concern with uh, temperature and potential uncomfortableness. Sasra doesn't appear conscious. Interestingly, Sasra only starts to look uncomfortable once you start trying to uh, ah. warm it. Cell is confused. So <laughs> I was just wondering, I guess it's obviously going to look around uh, sort of everybody else. And then are the, are the attendants still there? We were kind of escorted in. Uh, yeah, the attendants are still there. Sure. They're all stood very still and with heads respectfully bowed. I will, uh, like, address one of them and say, hey, uh, w- w- what do we do now? Can we Do we move them, touch them? Like, what's the procedure? I think, like, I don't know. The attendant that you speak to looks up, leans forward, and very quietly, um, they will uh, I- improve regardless. Uh, whatever you feel is appropriate is appropriate. We We have no rules here for that uh right so we just um we'll help do, do we do we wake them up is that appropriate uh Sel is taking off their furs and putting them on Sasra so that Sasra doesn't need to be held to be warm you know it it will do no harm though often people are more calm when they wake on their own okay 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 all right we'll just, just, uh, wait I'm going to say that Azu hasn't heard any of this mm. sure and Azu is going to immediately lean down and like start smacking Carter <laughs> gently in the face. <laughs> Be like, wake up, wake up now. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Mm. Hello. Hi, Azu. Mm. Oh, you're back. Azu's going to start crying directly onto Carter's face. Does that mean the tears are going to start like freezing midair and just plonking on him? <laughs> ow, 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 ow. No, <laughs> Sorry. Not quite. Uh, um, oh. Back from. Hello. Back from where? Oh, dear. Carter just starts looking around. Uh, okay, Azu is going to, like, try and... Did we teleport? Him. Is this an Einstein thing? This feels like an Einstein thing. Uh, okay, Car- Carter, actually, you, you should stay... Um, no, you can sit... Um, uh, uh, you died. Subtle, I like it. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I got you back. So, oh, so this isn't, you know. Oh um, no, no! Um, oh, thank goodness! It's sorry, not very... you're not still <laughs> dead. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, are you? Um, do you remember anything? Uh, yeah, there was the crash, and then caught a sort of goes very, very still and just very, very quiet and appears to just mentally phase out. Um, as is going to panic and smack him a little bit in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. What? What? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to die again. <laughs> what? Oh. How is your bedside matter worse than Zolf's? <laughs> what? No, I... Hmm. I just I thought... remember... It's fine, it's fine. I think oh, I'm just going to need a bit of time to... Hmm. Yeah. I'm very odd. sorry. It's nice to be warm again. Oh. I Oh, do you want do you want my coat? I can give you um at, no, no, as you're taking your coat off already. No, too much too much, too much, oh, too much. Sorry, hot, hot, okay, hot, she puts much, it back too on. Much. God. Oh okay. <laughs> Azu, can I have a quick little at which point Carter just turns around and sees everyone else? Okay, so this is like a whole thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So is is everyone 
undead? <laughs> no, no, you're you're not undead. You're properly alive, I think. Oh, can I detect undead? Do I have that? No, I only have detect evil. Damn it. I've got turn undead. I could just try and turn him. Don't. <laughs> Can't. Just legs it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think I think that might deal damage as well. So I might just kill him again. No, I'm not, I'm not yeah, gonna, just I'm not yeah. The way to check for undead Helen is just to uh, heal. Oh, heal. Him. See, see what happens. Okay. Um. I don't think that Az is going to make that connection. Fair. <laughs> Carter's like asking again, are they okay? Is, is it, I'm, I, I'm don't, I don't actually... Uh, Zolf! Who's Zolf? that? Where yeah. am I? Yeah, what's up? Um, hey, Zolf. How, uh, hey, how, how, how's Wild? Uh, I think... I think good. I think it went well. I mean, I just... The attendant said maybe let them wake up on their own, but... Um, oh, Carter stands <laughs> slightly shakily. He's not died again, so, you know. Good. Oh, so is everyone okay then? Uh, uh, look around. Oi, wild! No, d- d- wild! Carter, leave it. <laughs> just, just please, please. I know you... What is Skrark doing? Mm. Nothing. Skrark doesn't appear to have awoken, never mind uh, taking any actions. Oh. Carter, please, oh. just just calm down. I, I get... No, maybe not. Like, uh, just don't, <laughs> please don't disturb Wild. Let him come out in his own time. Okay. So I, I, I'm. Look, this is my calm face. Look at my calm face. Yeah. No. Uh, What's going on? Yeah. Where are we? Who's this geezer? Lot. Of, <laughs> uh... <laughs> We're on the back of a giant bear in a city, which is on the back of that bear, and a and a big eagle person sort of invited us up and they told us we had a way to get you all back if you wanted and then um that's that's what we've just done i guess and it looked like it worked for you so congratulations on not being dead anymore carter sits back down lies back down in the original position he was in (laughs) and just says i'm okay i'm obviously still not well and that's okay no, I think you're... I can... Oh, I can heal you. Uh, Azu casts Lay on Hands, I guess. And is going to attempt to heal Carter just in case. 16 for 16 points. It says you're doing so, which, by the way, does not harm Carter in any way. Yeah. You've all been Yay. far too uh, wrapped up in things to notice. You've known Carter a long time. Yeah. Like, once we factor in the journey and blah, 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 you actually have. And part of that is, you know, you, you learn to stop noticing what makes up like the person's sort of physical identity like a minor pockmark here a a birthmark there a scar there whatever yeah as you're healing you notice two things one carter doesn't need healing carter's at full health also you notice that the majority well i say the majority you notice that all of the blemishes minor like scars nicks anything like that appear to be gone Ooh, like the opposite of scurvy <laughs> Anti scurvy. <laughs> it's just high dose vitamin C. This whole thing. Oh, uh, like your hair, by the way, Carter. I think it's a good choice. Mm. What? Oh, Carter tries to look at his hair, but he keeps it short, so he can't. <laughs> As he produces a mirror. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just for the record, I'm pretty confident I ain't died before. Uh, I don't know. I, I might. I'm oh, did you not always have white hair? No, it's. I'm thinking maybe it's kind of related to spiritual trauma. Oh. 
I guess. Wow. Yeah. I don't feel traumatized. No, I mean, I, yeah, well, no, I mean, n- nor do I, but, like, a, a connection being broken or something. Hmm. You know, I used to be cleric of Poseidon and then stopped, and then this kind of happened, so kind of you died and you've come back, and that kind of happened, so... What do we think, distinguished or kind of... No, it looks good, much. it's striking. Might make, it, <laughs> might make you stand out in a crowd, though, so maybe wear some hats if you're trying to be, you know... Well, you know what, there are worse things than being noticed, right? I definitely would agree. I think you look great, as he says. And then she starts crying again. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, guess what As he's trying to say is, uh, glad you're back. Carter sits and doesn't appear to have noticed that he cutches in towards uh, Azu. Like, it's, it's an automatic reaction that he doesn't seem to have noticed, but he just kind of sits and sits comfortably next to Azu, like, mm, okay. Mm. At which point, one of the attendants steps forward towards Zolf again, since you were the one who started talking, going, we can... Um, we we can move you towards maybe um, a, a, a different space if you'd prefer. If you'd rather stay here, there's uh, no other use for this um, building. I I I don't know. But do I? Do what I... about Squark and Oh, Cell? How's how's Sasara? Uh, they're 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 fine. They um they seem to want to 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 lie there. Uh, Cells uh like perched on their haunches and kind of arms on knees and just and has put the fluffy kind of winter clothes over Sassara. Hmm. Every time you try, Sassara unconsciously apparently seems to just be kicking them off and pushing them off. Oh, okay. Well, then Sella's just sitting there, n- not processing really. Just, you know, it's it's been an emotionally tiring day. And <laughs> yes. so just making sure that Sassara's breathing is, uh, that's ticked. That s- box is ticked. So they said the tenant said like they they can kind of wake up on their own if if, if like I'm uh, yeah so. yeah I I no I I I heard that's why I'm I'm just you know there there doesn't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything no what more, I mean is just I think yeah. like we, we've we've done our jobs we can yeah you know, right we're so good, like, yeah but I'm not gonna like leave no I'm not no no I you know not I'm saying, just gonna I just sit mean, yeah, yeah yeah you know I'm and I'm I, also I'm just I point at wild and uh, yeah no I'm sort of uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how is Skrark okay? I don't. Looks like he's still under. Uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Cell mm. only notices this now. Give everyone, give me perception checks. Okay. A roll. Ooh. Nineteen. I got twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh wow! Because Cell uh, only got twenty-two. So it's just Azu this time. That's that's Ooh. a rarity. I don't know yeah. why you always seem to just roll poorly when it comes to perception. What first appears to be complete stillness from Skrark, on closer inspection, once you actually start paying attention, this is someone who seems to have every single muscle straining whilst at the same time being perfectly still. This is not someone sat comfortably still. This is someone going... sitting comfortably still. Okay. Azu's going to go across to him then and and be like, Skrark? I'm going to give it you for free, Um Skrark clearly heard you, like a, a slight ear twitch and a, a slight shuffle. Um, I think it's over, Skrark. It's not over. Oh, oh no. Um, Sorry, Alex. Important context. I think we're all assuming we we can remember what we because it like can't remember That's a good his. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it like okay, straight okay. out the gate. A hundred percent. It feels like you went to a different room, did some stuff, and then came back. Cool. There might be okay. some time dilation effects based on the, the spaces that you were in, but yeah, you have complete memories of the event. Right. Okay. 
And is Mir clearly cold and still? Yeah. Like, now that you're looking? Oh. Yeah. Merc, it, Merc okay. isn't. Skrark, I don't... Shh, I don't concentrating. Think... Okay. As is going to back off. I am going to be saying now, if you want to leave Wild and Sassara to wake up normally, it's mm-hmm. not going to be happening in like a couple of minutes. We're, we're talking hours. So I need to just gauge what it is that people intend to do so that I can then gauge where to go with this one. So we'll just be sitting there. If people leave, uh, they will ask if they can have a hot drink. <laughs> I think Zolf will, like, sit vaguely uncomfortably for about five minutes and then go over to Skrark again, if Skrark is, like, still just, like, tensing. That's and... exactly what Skrark is doing, yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, Skrark, I think... I, I, th- I think it's, like, properly over I'm sorry um, but I had a I don't know what yours was like I had a chat and it was a choice for them to come back and I don't know what did you 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 went under right you do it again it. we can do it again no. do it again Scrog did you did you give them a choice well, yeah, obviously and what did they choose wrong just do no. it again Scrog you got a they made a choice. You've got to let them go. That's... We can't... They made the wrong choice, so we could do it again. We're just going to no. sit here, and we're going to do it again, and then they'll make the right choice, and it'll be fine. They made the choice that was right for them. You've got a... It's... I know it's hard, but you... It's selfish. It's... I... Think about that. I don't want that to haunt you. Is it really selfish? Or are you just a bit angry? Skrark suddenly leaps up, stomps over past one of the pots that was holding some um, some of the pungent incenses and stuff like that, bashes past it, it doesn't shatter, but it does fall, and then just stomps out the front of the building, just bang, just stomps off. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't. should I, uh, should one of us... I don't know, I don't think I did that right. Actually, maybe there isn't any way to do that right. Um... Yep. I am going to jump to Hamid temporarily. Hamid, a short while after all of the elaborate fireworks and so on, the frost has been continually receding. It has been not accelerating or anything, but it's clear that the ambient temperature is significantly warmer than whatever was happening, and it it seems to be returning to normal. Just as the frost seems to be nearing the actual building itself, the door suddenly slams open and out stomps Skrark, stomps out, looks around, blinks briefly at um, at the light, and then sees you and then stomps around apparently to the back of the building just stomps off Hamid sort of the second he sees the doors open leaps to his feet and as he sees Skrark emerge he'll sort of he'll take a couple of steps forward without really conscious thought but then once he sort of sees Skrark's attitude he'll probably just freeze in place and doesn't know what to do with himself at that point basically this feels like a sensible place for a bit of a downer uh, break and then we can come back in and pick this up i think hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome back. So, so if Skrark is going to run off, then I, I will go back and revise what Cell would have done with no other prompts is just sit there. But now, having seen that, they will get to their feet and take their winter furs and kind of put them back on and just say, I could, could, could one of you ask the woken kobolds what the respectful thing is to do for, for right. Merrick? Yes. Uh, I... I didn't. I didn't get to that bit of <laughs> cobbled Sh- customs. Sh- should I carry them out? Or? Well, yeah. If, well, I, if, I, if you just, I don't want to put wanna... my coat over him because maybe that is something that's offensive to them. I don't know. Mm. But if you, if you could ask, I will just. Cell's uh, uh, going to go follow Scrog. Okay. So, so do I just, just t- t- take him out, or just uh, no? Just ask the cobbleds, right? Okay. Go, go out. Wait. Ask uh, uh, them uh, uh, what to do. I will just. I'm just. I just need to check that Scrack is okay and then okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. I, I will turn to an attendant and go, can they come in or is it okay now? Can can other people come in if they... We need to do... We need to... It, it's fine. This is not a holy spot. That's okay, not we how just, this works. They, it's, 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 a, it's a useful place. It's not a okay. hallowed place. Right, okay. fine. Okay, I will... I will go and I will go and talk to the couple. Do you want me... Should we... Should we take... Should we take the other two out? Oh, I can yeah. carry... Folks, buddies, I do not think... And Cell just looks very tired. I don't think there's a rush, okay? There isn't a rush anymore. It's it's okay. You you got the... You got the adrenaline, right? That's what they call it. The the You got that spike. You got a rush, but you you don't need to anymore. The people who are back are back. We are safe. Yeah, the yeah, people yeah, who yeah, are not yeah, back yeah. are not. And we're going to process that, and it's going to take time. Okay? I know. I just yeah. I, but it's it's okay, yeah, right? I just, all right. I just worry um, I might have mucked that up with Scrog. So yeah. you're you're okay, and and that people say things right at these times, and I'm sure that he'll regret, and you'll regret, and he'll also treasure, and you'll also treasure, and there's the, all this stuff. It comes out in the processing, but I'm just gonna right. see he's okay. You ask the others. See if we can take these people to some beds, and then and then we, maybe we'll maybe we'll even have some sleep. Who even knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hell. Sad laughed, goes out the door. And maybe Carter wants a drink. I will shout at the, the sleeping form of Carter. Mm. Uh, Carter, yeah, no, he's Carter. Not, uh, Oh. Carter, no, Carter laid back down. He's, his <laughs> eyes aren't. Uh, his eyes are open, but he's just kind of lying there, like, boop, boop, boop. There's no way I'm on the back of a bear, so <laughs> something's wrong. I should probably lie still. Uh, upon hearing that, Carter goes, "I'm actually okay, but you know, thanks." Okay. That, that's probably the most profoundly troubling thing he could have said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go talk to the kobolds then. Okay. Um. So, Carter. <laughs> hey, Azu. <laughs> H- how are you feeling? 
I'm, I'm waiting to feel bad. That's the best way I can describe it. Oh, apparently you're fully healed and things. Carter kind of leans up again, sits over. You have a momentary vision of child Carter sat underneath the bench as he just sits there in the sand looking up at you. Certainly, just by virtue of all of the blemishes and minor dinks and scrapes being removed, he does give the impression of being younger. Aww. His, his skin has taken a younger hue almost. I mean, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry but, if I scared you. No. No, I'm not scared. You, I don't, I don't get, I, oh. Uh, you, you wouldn't scare me, except for when you died. But. Well, no, you, you don't seem, you're not, you're not the kind of person. Except oh, well, just yeah. now, with the thing you were referring to correctly, well, yeah, that. Oh, no, that's because you're, like, dead brave and stuff, though, so that makes sense. Oh. As he starts crying again. <laughs> I didn't do anything! No, what? it's okay. I... Happy crying? <laughs> Carter just kind of reaches out, but non-awkwardly just kind of pats you on the back and his butt says awkwardly, there, there. Envelop there, him. Just give him there. a huge hug. As, as you shoves like her entire face in Carter's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I'm so glad to see you and you did you Okay, yeah. No, I thought you were the cool one. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Good. You're fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. Oh, God. I am going to use this opportunity to jump to the outside of things. Cell, did you head to... Did you already head out to chase down Scrap? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm going to follow you. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious where Scrock went because there mm-hmm. are still claw marks in the frost. Yep. Once Cell emerges, Hamid will run up to them and be like, Cell, what 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 happened? Ah, uh, right. Okay. Um. So just quickly. Um. You hear distant weeping, Bryn. <laughs> right. So, oh, but don't. Oh that's happy crying. Some oh. of it. It's going to be oh, right. Cell. I get like I just can't underestimate how exhausted Cell looks. Yeah. Right. Okay, so some people came back, and well, and and Merrick didn't, and obviously oh. Skark is having a, uh, an immediate reaction to that, which of will need course. to be managed before the longer term of everyone and, and uh, of we all processing and dealing. Um, at the moment, I think we can say that the urgency uh, of the last day or s- two days or th- three uh, that that has ended. So. Yes, uh, yes. We just we need to know. Maybe maybe you already know. Uh, uh, th- 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 we need to know how to respectfully deal with the body. We need to know how to how to take the others to a comfortable place to sleep it off. You know, it <laughs> slightly hysterical death. <laughs> they just got to sleep death off. Uh, it's always strange when this happens, right? Like resurrection is so weird, and so just sort of trails off and goes to follow Scrock. So I think during this conversation, Zolf mm. will have walked past you two to the kobolds. Mm. Once Cell heads off after Scrock, Hamid will sort of do a slight double take and then follow uh, and oh. then go over to the rest of the kobolds with, with Zolf. <laughs> Hamid's just spinning in circles. Yeah. I'm going to follow Cell. Yep, sure. You easily find Scrock around the back of the building, mm. kicking it. Not hard, just kind of... Yep. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, hey, buddy. Um, hey. 
Hey, I don't know if you want to be alone, but I just want you to know you don't need to be. It's fine, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think... I mean, you'll... You'll be thinking a lot of things, but I, I know if... If where you were chatting to Merrick was anything like where I was chatting to Sasra, like it was, it was nice, right? And and it was, it was a good place. And so it's, it's not, it's not that they're in a bad place. But I I also know that that doesn't mean you're not frustrated and you're not missing. I'm, I'm not annoyed at Merrick. I'm annoyed no, at me. No, I I you know I. I'm not. I kind of. I kind of want to say I get it, but I also know that it's always unique, and I'm not gonna say stupid things like it's not your fault or it's not like it's not about that or all the all the things that you could say because I know it never feels like that. It's that. Um, it's that. It's that. You know, you're you're not alone with it, and I'm sure you. That you know, the the decisions are made, right? Like, I think with whatever you said, it's not. It's not about the specifics. I hope you don't become obsessed with the little things that might have been different. Because actually, these no, decisions... No, it's not, it's not that either. Um, yeah? I'm annoyed because I wanted Merc, but... Yeah, yeah. Even when Merc didn't want to come back, I still wanted Merc to come back. No, but that's... that's and that's, that's just me being stupid and selfish. And I'm... I, I know, buddy, I know. I'm sorry. Merc's fine. Merc's, I've never seen Merc so happy. <laughs> was it loud? How did it you get... So... How did he hear you? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it was loud. Scrock gives a a sad smile. It was, yeah, loud is the word. <laughs> yeah, I... And shiny, loud and shiny. And spiky. Loud, shiny and spiky. With fire. <laughs> <laughs> Loud, shiny. Merc was happy. Was yeah. he that guy from Mad Max? You yeah. know, playing oh, the, the electric guitar on the, with the, you know, <laughs> building size speakers and the basically, fire and the spikes. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's basically the direction that I'm going with this. Yeah. That's cool. I think I think so. We'll just like sit and be like, it's, yeah. That's it's it. That's you know words, uh, and this cell is saying in draconic, <laughs> so so it is stumbling over them slightly. So with everyone's permission, I'm going to jump time ahead a little bit. In terms of Zolf giving the news to the kobolds, they seem to take it very stoically, and I don't mean that in a sort of suppressing stuff. There doesn't really seem to be much in the way of tears. It's more like a Okay, it, that that could have gone either way. Okay, next next steps then. And there was definitely a private conversation between uh, Skrark and the rest of the kobolds. But I would quite like to jump ahead to basically end this episode on an on an image, if I may. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is night falling with the I keep calling it a city. Technically, it's not big enough. The town night falling on the town, and as the sun is setting. A pyre has been set up in the square. The kobolds basically requested, you know, it it needs to be a pyre, it needs to be, you know, this big, blah, blah, blah. And effectively, they have told everyone, we just ask that uh, everyone observe and be quiet. And then the kobolds 
you know, Merc is laid out. The kobolds each take a uh, corner of the pyre and invite Hamid to be involved if Hamid's willing. But very, there's no, very, there's no yeah, pressure yeah. there. And they begin to very gently light the pyre themselves using their own breaths. Aww. It's not much. It is a... The way that you would blow on a flame as if it's already lit, they make a flame appear just by blowing upon it. Sure. Everyone give me a perception check. Okay. 19. Natural 20. 17. 21. Enough if you notice that basically as the pyre starts to catch and starts to uh, accelerate its, its burn, the closer to Merc's form that the fire gets, the brighter and hotter it becomes. Mm. And the rest of the kobolds step back and then just stand watching. They don't appear to be to attention or anything, it's just observing. And the pyre where Merc is burns brighter and brighter and hotter and hotter. It isn't to the point where people can't like stand close because of the heat, but it is reaching the point where it's, it's difficult to look at it. It is lighting up the rest of the uh, square as if there is a bright light, like a, a almost like a daylight is coming towards in terms of the brightness. It gets brighter, it gets brighter, and then very rapidly diminishes into a normal flame. The cobbles are made of magnesium. <laughs> Basically, that's the kind of like look that I'm going for here. It leaves after images, but by that point, the flames are so large, there's nothing really to be seen. But you do notice, everyone who hit the 20, is that at no point did the cobbles blink. Mm. They just st- stared the whole time. Hamid did the same. Yeah, Azu will have tried to do the same as well, because... She was in Merc's body. I, I won't give rolls for stuff. I'll say it's difficult but doable and leave it at that. Yeah. I'll end the episode Yeah, on, on that image. And as a point of clarification, the uh, the remaining people, so we're talking Wild and Sasra, are basically, we'll say, laid out on a nearby bed, but not actually um, like taking part in the ceremony. They, are, they appear to be sleeping normally. Hmm. But... I would like to end the episode on this one as a sort of bit of a coda. Mm. But yeah, I would say that at no point have the cobbles cried or anything. It doesn't appear like they're restraining themselves. It feels more like a send-off than a big outpouring of grief. That's the best way to describe it. Mm. And that's that. Mm. How are we feeling? I hope that the bear didn't get burned. (laughs) (laughs) i can confirm for you outside of our rp that the bear did not get burned okay you see that's why they did it in the square always thinking lid always thinking got a nice stone floor or like you know a nice thick saddle so he doesn't get hurt okay i got you covered yes okay (laughs) just okay bear is okay is is, yeah confirm Good. It's very important then i guess we will pick this up next week where we'll take our next steps but i can confirm Everyone will have time to sleep, which, yeah. you know, occasionally I grant you. But until that time, it's bye from me. So bye, everyone. Bye. bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period Begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.